Welcome everyone to the e-commerce made simple podcast. I'm Jerome, your host, a CEO and founder of e-commerce, the agency which helps brands grow on e-commerce and specifically Amazon. We've had uh, different sessions of that podcast on uh, expansion strategies on the vendor, uh, specifically for vendor uh, brands. And now we will have um, five sessions about strategy. At e-commerce, we do a lot of uh, strategic consulting and uh, support to brands in order to better understand, okay, what's your strategy? I often say to brands, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a strategy when you go to Amazon, Amazon's got one for you and you really won't like it. So you need to come with a plan. You need to have your uh, very clear understanding of how this uh, big system works and also how you want to address it, how you want to grow it and what you want to do with it. The first session is, uh, it goes a bit with what we do when we do a strategic session, is about the audit of the account, what's happening, the audit of, it could be of your category of competitors, what are they doing, what are they doing well, or they're doing less well. And I'm inviting uh, Claudio from our team, who's a a data expert, uh, and he's doing a lot of those studies, and we've built a, a tool internally called Compass, and the idea of Compass is to give you the right information for to, to know in which direction you should go to solve your problems or to get uh, the next steps to scale uh, your business. Uh, through that uh, podcast, you will understand, okay, we, what are the different uh, things we look at and what, it, what makes sense, what is important to do when you're doing an audit of your own account. Obviously, if you need us to help you do that or to carry a Compass um, audit to your own account, obviously, come to us. We'll be super happy to help. Enjoy enjoy the show. Relax. It's going to be all good. Welcome, everyone. So it's a pleasure to have uh, this webinar once again uh, from the e-commerce team. Uh, and today we're going to talk about the new tool uh, e-commerce has developed, which is called Compass. So um, I'll pause uh, the sound on YouTube, otherwise I'm hearing myself. Um, so the first the first thing we, we're welcoming uh, two guests uh, this week is Christian and Claudio. So I have an opening uh, question for everyone. So. Uh, can you share a fun fact about yourself? Uh, this is not prepared, so you will love it. So a fun fact, who starts? I can start. I have a good one. A fun fact about myself is that back in my college days, um, I used to give a private tennis lesson to Bill Gates. Is that is that true? That is true, 100% true, yeah. Is wow. he nice? Uh, he's nice. He's uh, kind of strange, but he's a nice guy, yeah. Okay. I've met him and his wife and uh, I gave a tennis lesson to his wife as well. And it was, it was good. It was fun. Like, look at that. We've got a celebrity. And then Claudia, (laughs) you're not your your girl. I beat this, right? (laughs) Well, I, uh, I think. uh, Can you beat it? No, that that would be, (laughs) that would be pretty hard. I'm still trying to figure out if that is true or not, but I believe you. Uh, I actually have pictures. You do have pictures, wow. Yeah. Uh, I think a funny thing is when I first started my business venture about, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, I started to, to sell stickers. That was uh, the stupidest thing ever, but yeah, they were black and white, by the way. So Stickers. Right. Okay. 
So you started your life and that that's that was my entrepreneurial journey, right? Okay, so you will need to find a funnier fact for later on, but okay, we'll take it that. So maybe you get you get two words about yourselves and then we'll get started. So Chris, two words about you, who you yeah, are, where um, you're coming from. Yeah, um, I'm the senior business consultant for e-commerce. Um, I've been fairly new in this role. Um, I've been always, my background has been always in e-commerce uh, slash retail and sales. And um my role before that was actually within Amazon itself as a vendor manager. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than that, there's nothing that much interesting about me. <laughs> cool. Cloud, you? Well, I, uh, as I said, I started really early with uh, all kinds of entrepreneurial journeys. Uh, then I, I worked uh, in management consulting. And uh, currently I'm working as a consultant for e-commerce, taking care of the uh, data part of the consulting team. Awesome. So let's dive into uh, Compass. And could you give like a short intro? What what is Compass? What it what is its aim and what is it achieving? Okay, uh, let me start. So Compass in general is a is a account audit tool. So um, it takes in account a lot of KPIs that we consolidated. Um, we use machine learning and advanced uh, data analytics to provide uh, to the clients the most, I would say, most accurate and most advanced uh, data there is. So uh, to keep it in a nutshell, I would say it re reveals uh, to the company where you have your weaknesses, but also where you have your strengths. And on that point, we then, of course, give advice uh, on both sides. Okay, cool. And so so I understand it's it's, so basically you're giving clarity to people on what's their situation, what they need to do to improve it. And so how does that work? Uh, how does Compass work basically? Okay, I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, so how does it work is what we're doing is we're having a 360 degree overview about the Amazon activity that the company has. And how we did this, we have what we call the e-commerce growth model that is built on uh, four principles. First of all is strategy. And we're looking at things like pricing, market placements, uh, um, operate, um, excuse me, um, strategy uh, in terms of reviews, we're analyzing reviews and we're looking at uh, what we call sentiment analysis. So this, we, we cover this in terms of the strategic part. And then secondly, there's the content. And by content, uh, we mean we're analyzing the quality of the listings that the company has on Amazon. And then thirdly, we're looking at operations and on operations, we uh, analyze the efficiency of the logistics part of the activity. And then lastly, we're looking at uh, traffic and by traffic, we analyze uh, the advertising efficiency of, uh, of the company. How I like to, to say about it is that we're, uh, we're considering this as being like a doctor's check for your, for your Amazon's activity. So, you can imagine that you go to the doctor and they do all these tests for you, right? And then they come up with a list of uh, values that are within or out of range. We're doing this, but what's even more that we're providing is the fact that we're providing actionable insights and we're providing recommendations based on on those on those values. So yeah, so it's a very very in-depth of of right. what the the account looks like. And talking about the accounts, what what part of the Amazon accounts will, will be looked at? I think um, uh, Claudia had already a very good summary uh, about it. 
And what we will look at is either the vendor um, account, which is the vendor side or uh, the seller side, which is the seller central account. There's obviously multiple reports that uh, we can pull data from um, within those accounts. And uh, as Claudia said, we work on four pillars. I mean, I, I like to call them pillars, which are the strategy, the operations, the conversion and the traffic. So there's a lot that is falling into that. I mean, if we, if we talk about operations, it can be the rep out of stock metric. It can be the VLT metric. Um, if we uh, talk about conversion, for example, uh, we can go into the IDQ or, um, I mean, IDQ stands for item data quality. So uh, we can look into how a product is set up. Um, how are the bullet points? How, are the, uh, how is the title? Does it have enough images? Does it even have the right images? And so on. So there's a wide range of uh, opportunity and um, things that we can use for reporting purposes. Okay, that, so that's that's quite wide span. And so when you look at, oh, and you go on LinkedIn or on many stuff, you, you see there are a lot of people doing audits and offering free audits. And obviously sometimes it's a, it's a way for agencies to get new customers saying, okay, I'll give you a free audit and then basically I, I will sell sell my services. What, what in, in our, how is this Compass tool different from um, normal audits? Um, so based on our, I would say consulting and also uh, most of us ex-Amazonian experience uh, and knowledge, um, I think we're taking a much different approach than uh, most of the other auditing tools. So um, as uh, we said before, like we use big data, we use uh, data analytics, we, we use actual machine learning um, as well. And we combine that uh, into one great tool and that uh, came out now to be called Compass. And so, so but why, why was this tool uh, developed? What was the insight at the, at the beginning? Well, I think I can uh, I can say a few things about the, the beginning of the tool. So I think it all started just about the time when I uh, started my collaboration with e-commerce. I remember I was talking with you, Jerome, about uh, if, there e if there really is any tool that has an overview about all the activity that is present on Amazon. Because what happens, usually uh, customers come or clients come and they specifically know that they have a need. Usually uh, that really isn't the need that they that they need to solve. So what happens is you need to have a uh, 360 degree overview about the activity so that you really know if the focus point is what they're stating. So I actually came with the idea because we use this in management consulting. This proved to be very efficient in terms of diagnosing uh, uh, a company's activity. You don't really have to jump in on what the customer says that they have a pain point on, but you'll have to, to have a an overall look about uh, what's happening with all the activity. And then you figure if what they really state is uh, necessary to, to work on. And so, and what kind of technology is used? So you, your background is, is data analytics. So right. what did you bring and what kind of tools where, if, if I understand well, is, is not there in other auditing tools, right? Right, so what we're doing is we're trying to, uh, e-commerce is really a, a data-centric company and is really trying to become even more data-centric. So what we're doing with this tool is what we call, uh, we have soft data analytics tools that we're using. And by this, I mean business intelligence tools for the dashboarding and the uh, 
nice data visualizations that we're creating for the purpose of, uh, of presenting data to the customers. But what's even more interesting is that we're using machine learning for this. And a good example for this is the sentiment analysis that I was talking at the beginning. So uh, I'm not going to be very technical on this, but what we're doing is we can imagine that we have 10,000 reviews, right? All those reviews uh, or the, the whole amount of reviews in machine learning terms is called the corpus. Now this corpus has uh, these 10,000 reviews and then each review is composed out of a different uh, amount of topics, right? That we're trying to extract out of it. And then those topics are composed of words. So we have four layers that we're examining here. And then uh, what happens is this machine learning algorithms based on the word frequency and the, the distance between words and topics within the reviews, they basically uh, uh, show us what's the, uh, what we call the uh, critical, the quality drivers, critical quality drivers. And we do this for positive and negative reviews. So. Finally, we end up with a, uh, a defined list of topics that can be three or five or whatever we establish this, usually it's three. So we end up with a list of topics that basically we consider that are the ones that are driving either the positive reviews or the negative reviews. There are lots of technicalities behind the, uh, behind the algorithm, but uh, in short, that's, that's how we use it uh, specifically for the sentiment analysis part. Okay, so we could say that the sentiment analysis is something which is very, which is an add-on from typical audits, right. and that they, it's giving a lot of insights on what thousands of customers are saying about your your products, and a lot of learnings of what you're doing well and probably less well, uh, right. or as what your your customers are finding. So that exactly. that's very insightful. And how does that so? We can get the the, the 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 benefit there is, but how? What's the main benefit for the customer? Or what what would what do they gain from that? I mean, they gain the insights. I mean, they, they gain the power that they didn't have before, and uh, with that, they can of course, if it's a client of ours or someone else that simply just uh, wanted a compass audit, they can go back to log their logistics teams or their marketing teams in order to actually drive changes show them that there's something there's a lack uh, there's a lack in either the logistic part which can then be fixed or started to get fixed uh, in terms of marketing maybe check if the marketing budget is actually spent well or not uh, maybe there needs to be some readjustment in terms of marketing how uh, again how a product page is set up if, if they're making maybe some mistakes if they're maybe not even enough bullet points um, and they have to add a certain thing a certain thing or two um, so this is, it's, it's actually value that we're creating for them. And, um, it's a lot of insights that they can then take and go inside their own company, of course, and, uh, provide that information to them. Okay. And do you have, do, do you yourself have, uh, I have an example in mind, but do you have examples of, uh, how that was beneficial or what you managed to deliver to, to some customers with, with this tool? I think first example that comes into my mind is uh, we did uh, an analysis uh, for a consumer electronics uh, company. And what we did is when we looked at the reviews, we found very interesting that specifically on, on this side of the sentiment analysis, uh, on the negative reviews, we find it very interesting that even though uh, customers really uh, uh, see that the, the products have a very good sound quality, 
they really see it as having a pretty bad connectivity. This, uh, this was considered a pretty new thing for the company because they were uh, investing quite a lot of money in terms of the, uh, the way they, they uh, improve their connectivity over their products. And it was uh, quite insightful for them to find out that actually still most of the negative reviews are coming from the connectivity side and uh, uh, things like fit and uh, others uh, topic, topics as well. But this was quite of an uh, interesting thing. Yeah, and, and the next generation of product they produced were made sure they made sure they had the uh, connectivity and an app which was uh, working much better to the customer's taste. So indeed, that, that was a very great insight. They could get from the reviewing the thousands, thousands of reviews you can't do uh, on your own. So yeah, okay, that... Great example, Chris. Do you have an example? Yeah, what I what I I, I want to add to that is um, in terms of content. Uh, we recently had a client. Um, I don't want to go too further into that, but um, there was, for example, the audit uh, when that was successfully done. We uh, we managed to pinpoint them into a certain issue that they didn't see at first, and uh, that specific issue, for example, it was a very uh, basic issue which is causing a lot of. Um, um, I would say conversion to either decrease or increase, and that is uh, translation. So there's we have the German marketplace, which is Amazon.de, and um, a lot of brands uh, don't understand that you can also on Amazon.de change the language to English, right? And um, this is one of the issues that uh, one of our clients had. They didn't know that, and therefore um, Amazon had generic translations in English for their product, which were a complete mess. There was no product description. It was terrible bullet points, even though their German translation was uh, picobella, like perfect. So this was, for example, one of the insights that they got out of that um, uh, in terms of a content audit, which was also a quick fix uh, for them and definitely uh, drove their conversion as well. Okay. Well, yeah, great insight. I have, I remember from a major brand, we were doing a, an audit also that we found out that uh, by looking at the number of, of uh, resellers and the, the pricing uh, sort of uh, the differences in the pricing, we could already uh, understand that their distribution was out of control and that they basically, there were so many people selling their product at so many different prices that, it, it was very difficult to grow any business on Amazon. The first step was to try to solve the distribution issue and, and the pricing strategy they had with their distributors. So as you can see from those, all those examples, the Compass tool will enable you to unhearse uh, a lot of different issues from the strategic part, from the operation, from what people are saying about your brand or about your product. And that gives you a lot of insights to uh, really make a difference and be very impactful uh, on Amazon. So yeah. I know, uh, Cloud, you you wanted to show us uh, a bit the dashboard and right. uh, Let me just an example. Yeah. Let me just move this. So what we have here is, uh, you can see my screen, right? Yes, yeah. we do. So what we have here is a, a short glance of the reviews of uh, a generic company. Now, what we have here on the left is we can uh, we can see that obviously in both countries that the company is activating, there's a there's a decline in terms of the uh, the reviews that they have. This was a new thing for them. It I mean they knew that they have uh, uh, 
a bunch of negative reviews and a bunch of positive reviews, but they didn't really have this overview picture about the fact that during the last 10 years, the overall ratings were decreasing, okay? Now, what's interesting here as well on, the, uh, on this seasonality graph is we have the number of reviews during the last 10 years. And what we can observe from here is that uh, this together with the fact that they had a decrease in sales, they actually had a very, very steep decline in uh, the number of reviews as well. Uh, now on this graph here, on the, on the last graph on the right, what we can see is the total percentage of what we call negative reviews, one, two or three star reviews. And then on this, uh, on this representation here at the bottom of the screen, what we can see is uh, the top 10 products by the number of reviews together with the uh, overall rating. So we can see that even though they have lots of reviews, the overall rating might not be the highest possible. So there's plenty of room for improvement here indeed. Now, in terms of the sentiment analysis and how, uh, how this looks like, we have a short uh, glance here at what we call, as I said, critical to quality drivers. What we have here on the left is the first three topics. Uh, this, this was for a shoes accessory company. So the first topic in, in terms of the positive review was that the product is good for a condition called plantar fasciitis. Uh, and what's uh, interesting here as well is the fact that we manage to not only extract the topics, but we manage to extract what's the most common use phrase by the, uh, by the customers in their reviews related to this specific topic. So this, uh, for example, for this one, uh, most of the customers say that the, the product help for, uh, for their condition. Then secondly, uh, product is good for art support. And thirdly, it relieves the heel pain. Now looking at the negative drivers, what really popped into their eyes here is not the first one. They knew that most of the, uh, the negative reviews are coming because of the fact that clients are ordering or wrong size, either small or big. But what really was interesting for them is the, the finding that uh, customers are stating that they received an empty box. And what's even more interesting is that those reviews are coming from the last period of, uh, of April, 2020. So that's quite interesting, meaning that uh, they can figure that they have a problem in terms of the logistics, right? right? So uh, what we have here uh, lastly is a, a, a short glance of what we call, as Chris said, item data quality. Chris, do you want to go over it or you want me to do it? Yeah, sure. I mean, I can quickly do you that. So what's on the right here because I have my... Uh, it's fine. Uh, so this is basically a, a snippet of our IDQ uh, analysis, what uh, we are showing. Um, on the left, you can see on the top left, you can see the bullet points. Um, uh, it, 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 of course, depends how many you have. It can go uh, further than five. So, um, but it does show you exactly how many um, letters you do have. And um, on the right, um, you can also see it goes up to 155. So um, this is the max, but uh, we would definitely recommend, and you see on this example, we, we would recommend at least 70. So none of those bullet points, uh, I would say have reached. Uh, so this is, uh, you can clearly see there already uh, a potential and an improvement uh, to be made. Uh, a plus content on the right um, is pretty much 100%. Uh, it's a nice little um, um, graph uh, that you can also have in detail uh, per ASIN to see uh, how, how, how much covered you are uh, on A plus. 
again, tidal length, um, what we recommend and what there currently is, which is 43, the max is 200. Uh, so it's pretty much straightforward and um, we try to make it as simple as possible for our clients to understand. Um, so there's not going to be a lot of back and forth um, on questions, at least on Compass itself. Um, so that's why I think it's, it's pretty much straightforward and self-explanatory on, I would say, most of our points. Yeah. What we have to remember here is that this is like uh, only less than a quarter of what the actual Compass product is. So we just uh, showed a quick glance of a few things that we consider are quite interesting. But obviously, the like the whole product uh, delivered to the customer is a lot more bigger and complex than what we have here. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Claudio. I think thank we you. can uh, close the screen sharing now and maybe move into uh, questions. If so, if anybody's got uh, any questions, you can type it in the uh, question box. Um, maybe my first question to get the session started is, what kind of customer is, is the best fit for, for Compass? Like what is, is it, is it okay for a startup starting on Amazon or is it for a very large company? What, who, what, what would be the target customer or audience for that tool? I would, I would say that uh, we, we really thought this product is, um, we did, don't really want to exclude startups acting like we don't really want to help businesses. But what happens is, as we said, that this product is very data centric. And what happens is that startups don't necessarily have a lot of data that we can work on. So uh, the best customer would have, would most probably have a turnover of over a million uh, euros or pounds or whatever dollars doesn't really, uh, necessarily uh, that's not necessarily the threshold that we'll we'll look at but uh, if it really has a, a turnover of about a million dollars uh, let's say uh, we have the assumption that there's some data behind like in the number of reviews for example if we don't have uh, thousands of reviews for example that really isn't a very much added value in terms of sentiment analysis because obviously those reviews can be analyzed by just somebody looking at them so uh, I think first, first, first point is that uh, there really needs to be. A, it's probably complicated to say a great amount of data that the company has, but uh, as I said, I think if we're looking at companies with over uh, a million euros or, or dollars in turnover, I think that's that's our that's our goal. Is there and for the sentiment analysis, what kind of threshold, what kind of amount of data or amount of reviews is? is important so to get way, yeah so the way this works is the more the better obviously but as i said i think uh, that like the lowest bottom line would probably be about a thousand reviews per per skew or per asin if the company doesn't really have that uh it it really is uh, a bit a bit complicated because the algorithms actually work better when you have a lot of data because they learn on the data that you have so uh, I would say at least a thousand uh, reviews per, per skew. Okay, so I would, I I would yeah. add to that, Jerome, uh, that uh, something that's very important to us is that we are going to be also uh, very transparent if there's a client that wants to do Compass with us, but uh, maybe does not have an, enough information for us to actually create uh, an audit. Uh, make sure, or like you can definitely um, know that we're going to be honest and tell you that 
this doesn't make sense uh, if we don't have enough data. So uh, you can definitely rely on that because uh, unfortunately it is still very much data driven and we do need quite a lot of data for a, a full audit. So um, yeah, it does make a difference and we, we will always be transparent with our clients on that. Okay, so it makes sense. Probably there's an amount of, there are different pillars to your audit. So depending on the maturity or, or the amount of data, you probably could perform one or the other pillar. Uh, yeah. Bearing in mind that the full uh, value is when you have all the pillars because Amazon is a full environment. Okay. I I've agree. Got, uh, a question from uh, Jess that says, okay, does the customer get access to your the dashboard you showed uh, uh, or or re report on PDF. What? How does the the customer get the data? So, currently, the customer will receive this specific report in PDF together with uh, lots of other data. But we're currently working at have on having this type of dashboarding sent to the customer so that they can play with it. Because as you as you saw, that's pretty interactive. So obviously, it really helps the customers to have it interactive. Currently, we're, uh, we're delivering it in, in a PDF form because we don't really have a server set up for, uh, for sharing the, the dashboard with clients, but we're looking into having this, uh, this as an interactive dashboard in the future as well. Okay, very good. Uh, does anyone have other uh, questions? You can uh, type in, in the uh, Q&R. Um, it's like, yeah, I had one question, um, actually, uh, which was, uh, from your experience, what, uh, which part was made, which part of Compass do you prefer or kind of which insights is most impactful for you on the different pillars, like for both of you, which one you feel is the most powerful? Uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I definitely wouldn't split into what is more powerful than uh, than what is not, because in a whole, I think the the audit is uh, very powerful uh, to every client. Uh, I personally love uh, the logistics side because I'm very interested in all of that and to see improvements and to see the growth and even if it's just by half a day, uh, the delivery time uh, improvements on certain ASINs, I love to see that. So I'm very keen on the logistic part for sure. Would, now, I'll, I'll probably repeat myself, obviously, in terms of the, the, the sentiment analysis that I keep talking about. But obviously, this is what, <laughs> what I really love and what I really like playing, uh, playing with so that we can uh, provide customers with uh, very interesting uh, insights out of them. Yeah. And, and to be honest, a lot of audits will talk about your content, like the people go on, on Amazon and say, OK, you have your bullet points, you have your pictures and on something on the advertising, but like less people focus on both the logistics, it's like understanding where, where you're weak with your logistics and what you could do better to basically have the algorithm more confident with your brand and the way you're supplying. And also looking at reviews and not only putting your products and say, okay, I don't care anymore, but building in what customers are saying and there are a lot of companies which are paying a lot of money just to listen to what customers are saying, but sometimes they get an enormous amount of data and they don't know how to do it. So Amazon makes it very easy to listen to customers 
and this tool is is providing a lot of insights like easily so um for that yeah. for that point it's we are trying to focus on where the other audits are probably less strong right. yeah I, I definitely i mean this is why we designed it and i created this because it has from every single uh point of view some sort of kpi uh going into this audit which um like you already said before most of the other tools or websites have one specific topic if it's content or whatever but they don't have everything in one and that's what i like the most and what i also like about it is that we actually give recommendations or uh, we also give tips to how to improve it and how to improve it quickly not uh, not that you just go on a website you have a subscription and you see okay i have three out of five bullet points whatever but there's no no suggestion especially on the logistics side on how you can actually change it how you can quickly change it so uh, this is something i think one of the key highlights as well yeah I, I like it very much and i think one of the good things is that and the fact that having you both here it shows exam exactly what often cases when you bring two people from different uh, point of view and different experience they, you will get a lot you will bring a lot of value and having someone who's an ex-amazon uh, pen eu vendor manager and a data analyst then that will bring you a lot of uh, insights and and somewhat different to what you uh, typically would get from a, a typical audit mm -hmm. um I have another question here. Uh, Christian had mentioned that Compass once showed bad quality for English translation for a client. Has this particular insight been taken from sentiment analysis or does Compass has a separate module analyzing the content quality, linguistic quality? Um, so I wouldn't say in terms of actual like linguistic or wording, but we do, it's not, uh, it's not part of the, um, sentimental uh, sentiment analysis it's more of the content analysis that we do and uh, there we can also split it in multiple languages and this is what we have uh, done last time we've done a check on german with german language and then we've done a check on germany amazon.de uh, but on english language so um there's definitely a, a specific part just for content and that uh, specific content analysis yeah and that yeah that goes into drilling into the idq and going a step further exactly. into understanding how how that goes it, it's also uh compass has got those pillars but also analyzing some results like having only the result like conversion rate is not very good we we go a step further also understanding what why why would it be uh, uh not working and yeah. um I think like, yeah, sentiment analysis doesn't go into uh, like into the differences between the English and the German uh, in terms of translation. It, it only goes into what German customer would say and what English customer, like English speaking yeah. customer would say, right? Right, yeah. I would say at this, yeah, at this point, it's quite difficult to have a, a, an analysis in terms of if the translation is good or not. So that that's quite complicated. I don't... I don't think this can be done yet, but we're obviously looking into that. For yeah, sure. yeah, but we could be, the tool could, will give you insights what the different language customers are saying because those tools can work whatever the language, right? Uh, that, that really depends. What happens is the, uh, the, what is called the natural language processing, that the class of these algorithms that we're using they prove to be working best for English language because this is the most research language. So it will be quite of a challenge to analyze other language than English. I would say 
maybe German, we can take a shot on that, but uh, that would probably not provide the best results yet because the libraries of the, of the, the algorithms are, are not yet uh, as developed as for the English language. Okay, great. I have an another uh, question is uh, using this footwear example cloud you showed earlier, can you give examples of the practical tips you would give? In terms of the sentiment analysis or in terms of the overall? Uh... I, th I think you, you, you showed two, two parts. So maybe uh, on, on the both parts, what would be the main learnings on the, the reviews and the sentiment analysis? Right. So uh, I think one of the main learnings, uh, as I stated, uh, as I said, when I, I showed uh, uh, the dashboard is about the fact that uh, we can easily see if there is an upward or a downward trend in terms of the, uh, the overall customer perception about, uh, in this case, the company, because we, we, we analyzed all the, all the reviews. Second one is, as I showed about the fact that they started to have a problem in logistics because packages were starting to be shipped empty. Uh, I, I think these were the, uh, the main two learnings we had for, for this specific client. Um, there, there, there isn't something that really pops into my mind now, but obviously we really, uh, we really have a lot of insights in the, the, the whole report that we're delivering to the customer. Okay. And what I also want to add to this, and which is, all, um, in my opinion, also another key highlight, uh, I like to uh, use this, this word key highlight a lot, but um, is that since this is still a fairly new tool, we are trying, we are obviously collecting feedback from clients as well. We're collecting feedback on what could be, even made better or what could also be included. Uh, a lot of uh, clients have different uh, needs and maybe need dif different KPIs, different uh, information. So we're working our butts off more or less in order to implement everything um, and make it as uh, flexible as possible. So I think this is something uh, that stands out from other auditing tools for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we tried to find the best uh, like uh, conclusion or, or bits to that, it, it will really help to implement real stuff and real uh, working strategies for them to improve their results on Amazon. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okie doke, I think we, we are done with all the questions. Uh, no, we have another one, cool. Can this tool work on auditing listings in all EU five languages? Um, who wants to take that one? Yeah, well, as I said, it, it can it can work in terms of everything except the uh, the part where we analyze specifically the sentiment analysis. It can work when you, when UK very very good because indeed it's an English uh, language that we have there. And the US then. And the US, yeah. But I think the question was about EU, right? Yeah, right. Okay, so yeah, it, it can work uh, for the analysis of the uh, of the reviews in UK, but. That would not work for the other languages, but it can indeed provide a lot of value uh, within the other areas of Compass because indeed we're not only focusing only on sentiment analysis. So uh, if the company is big enough and it has enough data that we can look at, we can for sure provide provide uh, lots of insights on the other areas of, uh, of the audit. Thank you very much. Anybody else got uh, any other questions? This is the time. 
I think it looks like we're we're all good. Um, next week, uh, I will be invited to a, a webinar by uh, uh, <laughs> by uh, Feedback Five, uh, and I will be talking. So I think it's next Tuesday, but all the details will be on our webpage and in our emails uh, also. So I'll be looking forward to. Um, uh, talking with uh, talking and, and sharing with you all and thank you very much for uh, the feedback uh, I read it thank you for a very informative webinar so great thank you very much everyone uh, have a great thank evening and uh, yeah let's uh, we'll meet soon and if anybody has got a question you can uh, get to us on our website ecommerce.com or on LinkedIn either Christian uh, Claudio or myself and uh, anywhere else we, we're on LinkedIn and, and even on Facebook and YouTube. So here you go. Thank you very much. Take Thank care. Everyone. Yeah, next time I'll Bye -bye. try to, uh, I'll try to beat uh, Christian's joke. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hard. Thanks guys. Thank yeah. you. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. So Thank you for joining. I didn't, I, she's left. So, we're between ourselves. Well done. Yeah. You're still uh, live on YouTube, In huh? Indeed.